with Victor Homoswana. Victor, tell me, what's going on in the world in the, in the, on the African continent? I see Bob Diamond. He's yeah. the guy who got pushed out from, of Barclays, the CEO yeah. of the American chief executive of Barclays. He got bulleted when they got into the whole LIBOR scandal. Yeah. He's creating a new business with three billion rand to invest in African banks. This you know, is very interesting. It, it is. But, but haven't we been saying, maybe he's been listening to 702, hearing about how the banks are doing on the continent. It's not a matter of whether or not you will do well. It's a matter of how and where, to what extent, because just so much. And, and again, I like to emphasize one country out of the 54, Nigeria, that eventually you, you end up with a very good opportunity to either acquire or some kind of a merger. Or, so I'm not surprised because, I mean, making one mistake or getting something wrong doesn't mean you're not a good banker. So I don't know about Bob Diamond, but I mean, particularly if you're looking on the continent, you will have a chance to recover and start whatever you start. You know, it's, I'm, I, I'm always going to be betting for the continent and the banking sector. Ab- absolutely, particular. but it pits him against his old friends at Barclays. Of course, Barclays with Barclays yeah. Africa, the yeah. Absa and Barclays yeah. business. Yeah. Um, so he's going up against them. He's going up against Nedbank. We know yeah. they've got their strategic alliance with EcoBank. Go, puts them up against Standard Bank, and we yep. know Standard Bank has got a formidable network across the African continent. Yep. First round, keeps trying to buy banks, but keeps being told they're too expensive. And, and here yeah. comes Bob Diamond just to make life a lot more complicated for South African bankers who want to expand their businesses on this continent. It's going to push prices up, surely. Certainly, but but that's the beauty of it. I mean, you know about Vodacom. They have somebody running Celsi now who used to run Vodacom, and it's it's just going to make it a lot more exciting of because he'll be knowing what but was planning for the past I don't know how many years yeah so I would like to see how that one pans out but as I'm saying the continent gives you enough chance Bruce to learn on the job okay you get it wrong in a big way you could lose a lot but I'm sure that all that experience will come in handy in launching a brand that works on the continent we do need branding banking brands that work and we do need that experience I'm sure that he wouldn't be making another Butley's mistake on the on the scale that 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 it happened in England but but, look, but, but here it is here's a guy who's, who's actually taking very serious money and putting it into banking assets banking assets are a, a bet on the future of this continent continued yeah. growth continued transactions continued deals yeah. this is a guy who knows his stuff and it's interesting that he's choosing that but we talk about banking and we talk about the African continent yep. it's looking like Nedbank is divorcing Mpesa Mpesa yeah. this fabulous my scheme. favorite You're the fa- but it works so well in Kenya yeah. But it has fallen flat in its face and bombed in South yeah. Africa. It was bound to because the reason it worked so well in Kenya, Bruce, was not going to apply here. In South Africa, we never had that poor access to banking. In Kenya, when it was launched, we were talking over 75% of unbanked population. So people who should be having bank accounts or who could have bank accounts were not having bank accounts. In South Africa, we had, even before the arrival of Mpesa, what did we call it? The Mzanzi account. Mzanzi account yeah. that nobody else wanted anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but bes- besides that, when you drive yeah. out in Paris, you know you and I coming from a rural areas, you go to a small town, you find an ATM at a... My small feelings. town had branks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is the 20-kilometer radius, if you remember the BEE sure, charter in absolutely. the banking sector, said you need a 20-kilometer radius within which you must have a, a point of sale, point of service, either a branch or an ATM. It was never going to be an issue here. Of course, we do have cash send, which is sort of some kind of a derivative where you can send money without necessarily walking into a bank but at least the sender will have a bank account so the M-Pesa was never going to work because we had, I think it was we, the last time I checked we were at 40% of unbanked population, that's not high enough to justify yeah. the kind of M-Pesa product, in Kenya it was a matter of you have no bank account, you haven't heard of a bank account now you are able to move money 
Now, NetBank says they'll be launching a new product that enables you to send money to any cell phone number anywhere, anytime. So maybe they've learned from Vodacom, yep. but they're binning uh, M-Pesa, which is an interesting development. Well, let's move on to other stories from around the African continent. Some very nice gold deposits being discovered in eastern Uganda. In eastern Uganda, $2.5 billion to $5 billion that people are, are supposed to be earning as Uganda. And the, the thing about Uganda is it has all these minerals and resources, but because of the legislative environment, the policy environment takes to take, tends to take a lot longer. But these are miners who know about mining. One of the companies is a Ghanaian firm. I don't know it, but it's called Blaze Metals Resources Ashanti Limited. And it's linked up with two other companies. And they are going into the Bugiri Exploration Program. It's one of the districts in Uganda. Two districts that are blessed with these gold reserves. And often we hear about people mining and then exporting raw gold or kind of bullet. Here they are wanting to go all the way and manufacture products and distribute which means jewelry industries a highly ambitious goal but it's not uncommon in Uganda because that's the same they're doing with oil. President Museveni says he wants to see refineries more than just the export of crude oil but it's encouraging to see that Uganda has some gold uh, gold reserves as well to speak of but it's next door to uh, Tanzania you could expect that. Absolutely. We look at Kenya and Sri Lanka very very keen to improve the safety of their shipping lanes we haven't had the I mean five years ago we're getting horrendous stories of Somali pirates hijacking ships. Certainly the evasive action being taken by sailors nowadays and the huge international, call it police or military presence within that part of the world is keeping a lid on some of the excesses of Somali pirates, but clearly still a problem with Kenya and Sri Lanka working on improving it. Yeah, and Kenya, just connection between Kenya and Sri Lanka very quickly. The president of Sri Lanka was in Kenya to celebrate the 50 years of independence. But you remember what Sri Lanka used to be called, Bruce, when you and I were growing up? Ceylon. Ceylon. And what is Ceylon associated with? Tea. Tea. Now, when you're in Kenya, tea is second nature, and Ceylon or Sri Lanka would yeah. not be able to do... So, Kenyans are growing the crop, and they need to move it up north because they don't have as much processing. I know a few people who are already processing and packaging tea, but the trade in the agro agro processing or that kind of agricultural products is that is that so it's a collaboration the world bank said in that area alone about 18 billion dollars the global economy is losing in that region so i think what the sri lankans are doing with president uhuru kenyatta are saying let's restore those kind of linkages people in kenya are always looking at the cash crop that is tea and saying did we really need to grow it here but it's covering hectares and hectares of land so i suspect it's a matter of can we not collaborate then and find a way of promoting that trade that we could have had for a long time so yeah there, there's more or less the story but it's about improving security on those sea lanes and making sure that you don't have the, the, the problems that we have with piracy. And Kenya does know about piracy and what it can do to security in the country. Absolutely, and to tourism and so many other issues. I mean, they've got, we know the terrorism issues that Kenya has faced in recent times. Tell me about the guy bust in Liberia for uh, t- t- trying to hack yeah. into government uh, IT systems. Yeah, if, if you have been hacked, if you've had your cell phone stolen or your SIM card manipulated to commit a crime or just to steal money from your own account because you know how it works you get notification from a bank that you have loaded this this is your one-time password they send it on a sim card now if you had somebody who can divert or defraud you by getting your sim card to redirect messages to another phone in other words deactivate your phone or create another channel you could be getting a transaction happening but your transaction information going to another side so this is somebody i think the name is called 
is associated. They, they simply refer to him as Hassan, but 188 SIM cards that were found to him and a SIM box equipment, <laughs> which means he was finding a way. But, but the interesting thing is there's a company called Nova Phone. I don't quite know what they do, but they, they, it's related to the former CEO. He's implicated in this. So by that time, Salim, this Salim had revol- resigned from Vodafone, Nova Phone and he had left the country. So what it tells you is somebody might have hacked into or moved into the trade secrets of this Nova Phone, found the machine, found a couple of SIM cards in stock, and he was going to set up a very nice business. And that's the problem because in West Africa, people are waking up to cell phone banking and all kinds of advance, but it was going to be a big scam. You you would have thought 949 scam was big. This was going to be big, but I'm glad that he got bust. Feel it. It's here.